Welcome to the Power Lunch Live podcast, every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, live in the Morning Motivation and Guy Who Knows a Guy Facebook groups. I bring together up to four interesting people. It's like we're meeting at a cafe for lunch. Each guest brings a topic to share, and we let the conversation flow. We never know who will show up, and we never know what fascinating direction the conversation will go. Let's meet our lunch guests. Hello, and welcome to the Power Lunch Live podcast, where we do it live and then record it and put it on a podcast feed. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. For those of you who are new, I bring together four interesting people, and they they bring a topic with them. What we've done previous weeks is I did a quick intro around, and then we got to each topic in turn as we had time. And I'm going to experiment this week with something new, that we're going to have each person introduce themselves and their topic at the beginning, and then just kind of let the conversation flow however it flows from there. This may work. It may not. Probably no one will die. And if they do, the ratings will be amazing. And it hopefully won't be. So um, the first person who is up is uh, Chris Nelson. So you're going to have about two or three minutes. Introduce yourself and tell us, you know, talk a bit about your topic, which is open innovation, communication, and leadership. And uh, let me hit the right button to get the right layout. There we go. And Chris, you got the big box. Go I got the big box. I feel, I still feel a little bit trapped. I, I love talking about actually innovation. And that's one of the places I play with in the corporate space, as well as actually taking a recipe that uh, from improv, inspired by improv, fitted to organizations that increase engagement, retention, recruitment, uh, innovation and productivity and have a ton of fun doing that. So that comes from improv. And one of the questions I like to ask you, did anyone get their script for today? <laughs> Life is improv. Uh, Michael, maybe you got part, part of script up. There. No, I didn't get any script at all. No. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't either. Life is improv. And I just share a cool way to play it. It changed my life. Reprogrammed me in a powerful way. And the thing you see in, Oh, in that corner, speaker skills plus is one of the things I play with as well. I am a professional speaker. I went from a fearful speaker to one that has a ton of fun. I share those secrets with other speakers as well as this was created for me to actually, instead of working on my speaking skills, which wasn't working for me because I somehow, I don't know how, but the uh, remote control would end up in my hand and maybe a bowl of cereal would end up the under and I'd end up sitting down and not working on my skills, but I found a way to play on my skills. So I created a playful environment of inevitable success to grow my skills because I never procrastinate when it came to basketball or improv. And I go, how can I put that into speaking? <laughs> and so I created a group. It's now commercialized. It's been going for a couple of years. It's a ton of fun if that fits what you do. And you are a speaker out there. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner, I want to help you grow your business in that way. Plus, I'm a heart-centered, connected entrepreneur and coach consultant. I love to support other heart-centered, purpose-fueled, mission-driven leaders. And I will stop right there. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Next up is Dr. Kelly, who I had the chance to talk to recently, um, interviewing for my, my other podcast. And so tell us about yourself and what all you do. Well, I do a lot, but right now I'm focused on one thing, which is I am a podcaster on a very popular paranormal show. And Chris, I don't know how to follow that and make a nice transition, as they would say, but I'm just going to go for it here. Um, 
Yes, Michael, I was on your show just recently and thank you again for having me. The topic I am chasing right now, um, I am going to be a featured workshop speaker at a very large mega conference in 2023. It was postponed in 2022. And uh, I am chasing a, a, the conversation of alien visitation. And so what I'd like to propose a little bit, and how did this all get started for me? Let's see if you can see this. I'm going to hold this up. So this picture here, there, that's better. This picture here is what happened to me about six months to a year ago. And I never believed in aliens before that moment, but I'm starting to wonder what put that handprint on my body. So the question I want to talk about if we have time today is whether or not we think we're being more uh, frequently visited by extraterrestrial forces or, or uh, whatever you wanna call it, and see if we can put our heads together and figure out what's going on and why it's going on. So that's where I'm gonna end it right here, so. All right, welcome. And next up is Dane. Dane Dormio. Hey, Michael. Hey, everyone else. Good to see you. Good to be here. I am Dane Dormio. I'm a martial artist and mind-body mastery mentor, which means that I help ambitious professionals and aspiring high achievers to optimize their mind-body energy system and actualize their full potential and there's two basic aspects to mind body mastery which are the internal path and the external path and the internal path has to do with managing with with regulating body breath and mind together to manage states moment to moment and state of course is the basis of everything it's the basis of your experience of life it's the basis of performance it's the basis of happiness and success and emotions and relationships so being able to regulate body breath and mind together to manage state moment to moment is based on having a personal daily mind body energetic hygiene practice what i call your daily mind body multivitamin because it's something that we all need anyway just to maintain baseline physical mental emotional spiritual health wellness and fitness and it's also the key to developing the ability to manage and essentially a complete mind body practice is a combination of gentle exercise breath work and meditation all rolled into a single activity in other words it's the good kind of multitasking and that's the basis of the internal path is this the things that that a lot of us are telling ourselves we need to be doing anyway. i need to be exercising more I, I need to be i should be meditating is the basis of mind body practice and the external path has to do with information action management and specifically what I call your distributed cognition ecosystem. It's in other words, the 
system of tools and processes that you have in place to support your brain, to support the creative and productive functioning of your brain, because the uh, brain is limited in its abilities as to what it can do, how many things it can manage. We can hold three to seven pieces of information in short-term memory. And so if you think about it, if you try to use your brain as a calendar, it doesn't work very well. It works a lot better to actually have an, an external tool to use for that. And for managing information and action decisions for just about any independent adult in the modern world involves a lot of information and a lot of action decisions to make. And, and having a trusted system outside your head and reliable tools that you can use is the difference between how much mental math you can do in your head without any kind of tools at all versus how much you can do with a calculator or just a pencil and paper or with a spreadsheet. The tool assist the human brain is orders of magnitude more powerful, more creative than the unassisted human brain. So having a trusted system outside your head is the basis of the external path. Very good. All right, and Lisa, you're up next. Hey, thank you. Thanks, Michael and Dane. I feel really grateful to follow you with what you're saying because it really is an internal job of what we're doing with our businesses. And if we're not good on the inside, it, it shows on the outside. So yeah, thank God calendars are external sources because I, I can't do that one in my brain. So what am I? I am a um, marketing, digital marketer. My marketing business has a focus on developing strong relationships. And my clients are entrepreneurs who want to stand out from their competitors and manage their reputations and legacies. So digital marketing, I share tips and strategies to help you with your online business using automation and duplication. So um, yeah, it's 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 definitely a process, um, something I've learned because of the time I've spent with my inner self. And that's just made such a huge difference in the, on the outside. So that's me. <laughs> Great All right. Thanks, Michael. I'll bring it back to the big screen. Um, so we had a great assortment of people here. And it would, as, as I always say, I think I said before I went on the air, this show is ruled by serendipity. Uh, so my strategy in terms of who's on the show is based on when people signed up and what Fridays are available. We bring them together and see what conversations arise. Um, I definitely saw, uh, yeah, Chris does improv. He fits into anything. Dr. Kelly and Dane, I saw them together. I'm like, okay, they, they've both got, um, you know, sort of a bit of the, the, mystery of the universe. And then Dane and Lisa go together because uh, Lisa want to talk a bit about, uh, you know, mental health and, and the mind and those sorts of things. So it seemed like a lot. Now my, my clever plan in the past has always been like one person let off. That was our topic. We talked about that. And then I um, pivoted this one and just realized the challenge is now what do we talk about? Because we have all these things together. I will, however, say before we get started, I would rather have people talk over each other than dead air. So don't I mean, be polite, obviously, but don't be too polite. So if you have something to say, just say it. It's like one of those cable talk shows with the talking heads. Just jump right in there. Here, me, there you go. Now, now I've got the tape, cable cable talk show vibe, right? I don't like that look, but here's the tape, cable talk show vibe. So feel free to just jump in. 
if if you have a thought there. Um, so who would like to grab the conversation and pull it in their direction of interest first? Michael, do you have any good questions to toss us? Kind of like a panel? I, I could do that, except I totally changed my format and didn't think through it into what the topics <laughs> would be. Um, so, but Dane, since if you, you did have first, a question, what would it be? <laughs> well, yeah, so, so Dane, what, what is, so, so the, the topic that you brought us was martial arts, mind, body, mastery, and spiritual awakening. Um, so if you had a question that we should talk about, what would it be? Okay, well, I, I, can, I can toss something out there, which I think can, can intersect with all of our areas of interest in various ways. Uh, which is uh, transpersonal psychology, and particularly the work of Stan Groff. Uh, mm -hmm. Is any any you guys familiar? Um, I, uh, I I in in particular, uh, Dr. Kelly. This uh, the uh, the work of Stan Groff and in, in transpersonal psychology generally re relates to. Uh, the area of alien abduction. Um, but uh, Stan Groff is the grandfather of transpersonal psychology, which is the area of psychology that deals with experiences um, outside of or separate to the ordinary uh, egoic consciousness. So, so the ordinary consciousness is you as this isolated individual, the egoic consciousness. And there can be all other forms of experience, such as uh, past life experiences, um, regression experiences, um, uh, experiences of angelic or demonic realms, alien abduction experiences, experiences, encounters with uh, archetypal beings or, or realms or discarnate entities or um, experiencing being all kinds of things like the earth itself or the entire galaxy or, uh, or being an entire species or being all plants or being all water, all kinds of things other than you as this, um, be, being a, a mother whale giving birth, being all kinds of things other than uh, you and, and, and experiencing that. And there are all kinds of ways of, uh, uh, all kinds of ways that, that these kinds of experiences arise, but uh, Stan Groff uh, was the the way that he got started in this was he was one of the original psychotherapists in Prague in the 1950s to experiment with LSD assisted psychotherapy, and uh, he he did that for 10 years and investigated. Uh, deep states of consciousness and this sort of process that people would go through where they would first they would start to release their the the immediate layers and go backwards from their um biographical memory what they could remember in their in their uh, biographical lifetime their experience and they would go back and they would regress in in sessions over time they would regress closer and closer to being born and then they would regress to actually being to around the time uh of birth the uh, uh perinatal um and then they would actually regress to so they would remember things from when they're like a, a very like a newborn baby or just around the time they're actually being born and then they would regress 
uh, even when they went even further into the prenatal realm where they would actually have experiences, imprints from being in the womb. And when they progress even further beyond that, they, they can go anywhere, be anything basically. And, and so that's through doing that work, he developed the most comprehensive map of the human psyche uh, ever created. It, it transcends and includes both Freud's map and Jung's maps of the psyche. So, um, and then he went, he went on from, uh, he eventually also developed a, a methodology called holotropic breathwork, which has often been described as being a lot like an acid trip without the acid. And uh, he's uh, documented and, and categorized many, many experiences over the years where whenever uh, whenever somebody he was working with would, would report some kind of experience or, um, uh, or, or memory, he would, whenever it was possible to, uh, to empirically verify, to check out the facts, he would. He would always look it up and it always turned out to be true whenever there was um, an opportunity to, to verify the information. So, so um, Dane, Dane, don't you believe, don't you think it's a belief that if you believe in that, that your mind will just keep working it and working it until you figure out what it is that you believe? I mean, it's your, it's your belief. That's where it's coming from, where that person, he came up with that idea. That is his belief. And it's maybe nothing more than that. Well, my my take on beliefs is this is that I'm I'm open to the mystery of life. I'm not attached to being right about things. Everything I believe today could be wrong. Now, as a uh, part of my background as an awakening coach, and in those I've had the experience of feeling myself as something much greater. So I've had that feeling, and it felt like a knowing, but I don't need to make it a knowing. I could be open to it being, was this a delusion of mine or was this something that felt real? Now, it felt really good, like it was Dane was talking earlier. It felt like a trip that, uh, and I've not been on those trips, but it felt like a trip that I'd love to take anyone on. Because in that moment, I didn't feel like anything needed to be added to make a perfection of that situation or nothing needed to be taken away. It felt perfect as is, no matter what was going on in my life. So, But I'm not attached to my ideas as much anymore and when i told a friend of mine i said i'm not attached to my ideas and he said well if you have them you're attached to them and i, I thought for a second oh, that's probably true if i have an idea or belief i probably have some level of attachment to it but what i see damaging i think this country in this world today is so many people are so attached to their ideas they're like sewn into their skin and when you touch them they go don't touch that and they can't even talk about a particular idea as whether it's true or not so I love what you're talking about there, Dane and Lisa. Definitely, Chris, definitely. So Chris, I'm one, well, Chris and Lisa and Dane, I'm trying to find the connection here with what you're saying to, um, like Dane, you talk about spiritual awakening. Okay, Chris, I agree very much with the fact that people are so attached to their ideas that they can't let go. Lately, I've been doing a lot of manifestation work and manifesting ideas that I have had for quite a while. And um, things are actually now coming to light. 
so where does that come to light? Does that come together? Does that come from Dane, our spiritual awakening of ourselves? Lisa, what are your thoughts on that? And Chris, do you understand kind of where I'm going with this when people start to release um, or let go? Where do they go from there? Oh, I totally believe in manifestation and what you're creating. And I, I mean, just to continue on with the belief, it's, you know, you believe it with, without hesitation that that is your vision or, you know, what you, you've made that decision of what that belief is. And then you trust in that belief. And that's how the manifestation comes into being. It's just like, you know, then you just lean back and you accept. I don't know, Dane, how far I'm off am I? I'd love to hear. My belief is I'm right on. <laughs> well, I like your phrase. I just say I like your phrase, lean back and accept. Mm -hmm. and, and I think sometimes, I mean, I believe in manifest, manifestation. You know, I've seen, I've created goals. I put goals on a vision board and they they came true. Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I believe in that to a degree. Now, do we manifest everything? I don't know. You know, one one power talk, you're focused on a goal and sometimes your true purpose may even be at a right angle to that. And it takes you to that. So you think you're going towards it, but then something more important comes up. Mm -hmm. um, I, I live in that space of not needing to know as much anymore and being open to whatever possibilities there are out there. Oh yeah. One of my daily affirmations is I don't understand and I don't need to understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Sorry, Dr. Kelly. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to agree with that 100% because I've been um, really looking into the law of attraction. And um, I'll just give you just a little brief example here to try to connect what we're talking about here. So um, about a year ago, I was contacted to be um, on a game show in Hollywood, a new game show. And the producers had contacted me and they were very interested and they still are interested. But of course, with our pandemic, things kind of threw a wrench into that. Well, I latched on to the fact that I was going to Hollywood. I was going to be on this big game show and oh my, I'm interesting and yay for me, right? Well, guess what? Um, with the pandemic, things got moved out, 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 out. And now I'm not even sure this game show is going to go on. But I agree with both of you, Lisa and Chris, that what happened in return was that out of the blue, out of nowhere in sight, I got contacted to be a featured speaker at this UFO conference that was to happen this March, but it'll happen next year somewhere else. And, it, and I was so focused on being on this game show that I didn't allow myself to just let go and let other opportunities come into my space, if that makes any sense. So being from a spiritual awakening point of view, especially with martial arts, what kind of a connection are you trying to make with your, I presume that you teach martial arts, what kind of a connection are you trying to assist your I don't know, clients with in terms of being more spiritually awakened. Mm, well, I don't know if this is exactly the answer you're looking for, but I actually don't focus on 
the spiritual dimensions of things in my teaching or in my marketing um they uh which which is not to say that that doing this kind of work the internal work and the external work regulating uh developing the ability to regulate regulate your to manage your state and developing efficient systems for information and action management um it actually turns out that those do have a back door or or ha like have a back door for spirituality to come in but that's if anything that's a side benefit it's kind of icing on the cake which is in to what might help us make more sense is the way like the the first the first major spiritual awakening of my life i've i've been led to do the work that i do by a series of spiritual awakenings and and the first one came about as a result of uh getting into internal martial arts which uh was i i graduated from college uh and moved to southern california for graduate school i'd been doing martial arts since i was a kid all different types of external martial arts and then when I graduated from college uh, and started graduate school, I started practicing internal martial arts. And I was just looking for new martial arts to do. I grew up as a rational, materialistic atheist in the Bible Belt, studied math and physics in college. And I, when I started practicing internal martial arts, this thing happened to me that I recognized that this, what it was. And, and I like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like this thing that people had have people i know people strive and spend years and and decades and and lifetimes striving after and seeking this kind of then i didn't even really believe in this kind of fell out of the sky and landed in my lap <laughs> but uh that and that was what got me started on my own path of, of learning and discovery but that's not what i offer a package or teach to people I can't promise that you won't experience some kind of spiritual awakening if you do these practices. I mean, you know, it's, it's entirely possible. But the the main offer and and focus is on health, wellness, longevity, stress reduction, and on uh, performance enhancement. That's that's the that's the thing that's offering. And and if if any spiritual benefits come along with that um as it's entirely possible they may that's it's just uh extra from the universe awesome dane you know and the thing i love about that too is you know just sorry sticking on to that belief thing that there's no judgment with you know being an atheist or being a christian or spiritual or whatever you know and we don't judge one another and we don't compare one another that's that sets us apart from everybody else because we that's the journey we want to be on and that's just being ourselves well i like that you say that lisa a lot of people want to judge you <laughs> and they judge me and i judge me most of my life pretty harshly and one of the, you remind me of this, one of the things when I was talking to one of my very Christian friends and, you know, I was raised that way to a degree. Now I feel, I think spirituality is in everything. 
uh, personally. It's, you can't help it. It's in, it's in everything. Every business talk I do, it's in that. It's in everything that I mm -hmm. actually do. Now, I don't overtly share it that way. But the, the one person was talking about the Bible, and I was trying to figure things out. And I go, why doesn't the main tenet of the Christian Bible not is be practiced on a regular basis? Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love thy enemy as thyself. And if you don't, I will judge you. No, no, but love thy enemy. Why is it not working? I go, oh, it is working. Because people don't love themselves. So I think one of the biggest transformations that could happen is actually people loving themselves so fully with so dropping their judgment about themselves that now they can fully love their neighbor and even mm. their friends. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. I, like that. I, I definitely found that. So in my my podcast, uh, the Guy Knows a Guy podcast, I have interviewed dozens of successful entrepreneurs, and there's definitely this this thread of spirituality that runs through. You know, and, and these these are investors, these are marketing people, these are you know fairly mundane, serious serious business people. And there's this you know they talk about manifestation, they talk about belief, they talk about mindset and attitude. Very few of them talk about like balance sheets and and uh, budgeting and expense tracking and you know it, it's much more about that manifestation. Uh, now it, it could be just people having me meeting, or it could be there's a correlation between effective manifestation and having a lot of money and success. Um, you know, I, I know I about a year ago I set the intention of I'm going to be on a stage in front of 500 people in in February 2022 because I thought the pandemic would be over. And it's not. So I'm not. If someone's like, hey, you want to get on stage in front of 500 people? I'd probably say yes, but I'd think twice about it uh, because, you know, it's certainly not something I'm, I'm actively seeking. But now I'm finding myself on virtual stages. I'm being invited to podcast. I, I don't even know how many podcast interviews I've done. I think I do about two a week at this point. Um, people invite me to them. I put them on the calendar. I show up. I talk. I leave. Hopefully it comes out of the internet sometime. I don't know. Um, but but, you know, by putting that intention of I'm going to be on a stage, it kind of proliferates into or a bunch of little stages or a podcast or a video. I don't know. I'll be out there somewhere. And by not being attached to, like Dr. Kelly, what you were saying, you know, I, I'm not attached to a stage of 500 people. It's stages. That'd be fun mm -hmm. to stand in front of people again. But or a, or a stage of millions of people watching you fail terribly on a game show. Yeah. <laughs> we have a viewer that. from Switzerland right now. We're talking to people around the world. Mm -hmm. Hi, whoever yeah. that is. Uh, I love a Facebook user from Switzerland. Um, but but that's it. You know, when, when you set that general intention, I, I used to be a driving instructor. And one of the things we teach, which is highly relevant for anyone in the Northeast watching right now. Sorry, I kept popping off, but school called to say that the after school program was canceled. They're like, so how do you want your daughter to get home? Um, I'm going to show here. Uh, put her on the bus, I guess. Um, so, you know, if, if you're skidding on the snow, mm -hmm. what you want to do is look at where you want to go. The instinct is look at the guardrail or the tree, like, Oh, I hope I don't hit that tree. And all your brain hears is tree and says, mm -hmm. you got a boss tree. It is. If instead you say road and look at the road, you'll go towards the road. But so many people are focused on, I, I want to be less poor. I want to be less broke. I want to be less miserable or I want to be not miserable. And your brain doesn't get negative words. So it's just like miserable, broke. All right. That's a weird ask, but you're the boss, miserable and broke. Yeah. You got it. We'll make that happen for you. And so really Michael, um, words are just energy. Words are just vibration. So the word manifestation is just a word that we're using when something comes to being. 
I feel that it, maybe it's more of a, a yin and a yang that I'm looking at that tree and I'm thinking negative, negative negatively versus, you know what, let's uh, pivot. Let's think positively instead of always focusing on the negative. I could hit that tree. No, I'm going to miss that tree and I'm going to keep going forward. So, you know, using words as energy in a positive way is has been what has helped me. And my journey has been the reason I was talking about mental health is because I have a son who's on the autism spectrum. I have a husband who served in the military for 38 years. So I had to find myself because I was always trying to fix them. They didn't need fixing. I needed fixing. And that internal game, like Dane was saying, is what what was the pivot point for me. Yeah, I love what you shared, Mike, in terms of driving towards and in, in leading into what Lisa was sharing as well. Um, driving in, in uh, slippery conditions. You see the tree, you're sliding towards the tree. But interesting thing, if you turn away from the tree, you might end up hitting the tree anyways. It's actually turning towards the tree, getting the gas, getting the traction again, and then slowly turning out of that slide that actually works to get out of a slide. Mm -hmm. And I've worked with a lot of CEOs that actually have a lot of fears driven them to where they're at. And they're constantly fearful of all these things, but they're not manifesting them. They're actually mm -hmm. keeping them out and creating something incredibly powerful, even with all these fear thoughts going on. And then going back to what Lisa said, I mean, it's... I've tried to change the world so many times so it could fit me. <laughs> and it, it reminds me of the Byron Katie quote, when you argue with reality, you mm -hmm. only lose 100% of the time. <laughs> and, and I've argued with reality a lot. Reality, you need to change for me. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so Lisa, you, you mentioned, you said your, your son has? My son, yep. He is. 25 years old, he's living his dream. He works in guest services for the um, Minnesota Twins. I mean, that's what nice. he wanted to do in fourth grade. So he manifested it. There you go. Yeah, so, so I, I shared a link to a, uh, an article I wrote uh, a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, it was a few weeks ago. I you know, lose track of time yeah. in this time. But it was actually a few weeks ago. I remember that. Look at that. We're getting back into the time space continuum. Um, so it's called What D&D &D Can Teach Us About Neurodivergent Superpowers. Because... I have found these successful people I know, almost all of them have a diagnosis of some kind. Uh, mm -hmm. And I know uh, at, at least one and probably more uh, people who are on the spectrum who use that to great success. I know one, he's an investor. And because of his, his autistic style brain, he's able to look at a deal and, you know, a complex structure and in minutes know if it's a good deal or not and how it can be improved where someone else might you know need to look over it for two days with a team and and they miss this and they might not see that he immediately sees it and so he can look at an opportunity you know he sees a, an empty warehouse and immediately his brain's like and oh, yeah. he can figure it out he can lay it out in a way that mathematically makes sense um mm -hmm. and made millions because his leverage it, it, there's this assumption of of you know there there is there is the proper brain and there are different forms of broken brains as opposed to accepted brain yeah as opposed to there are different styles 
that are good for different things. I don't know if maybe you play Dungeons and Dragons, but the, the example I use is in D&D, there's different classes. There's fighters, there's wizards, there's clerics, there's rogues, mm-hmm. and these do different things and they do them really well. They do other things really poorly, but you wouldn't want to have a, a, team, a, a party that's all the same class. You need those mm-hmm. different things. And when you accept that, there's not so much... Dis- and, you know, some people actually have you know disabilities. Their their total ability level is is actually lower. That happens. But for a lot of the neurodivergence, it's not so much a disability. It's a different ability, and it's ability. You know, you need someone on the team who can look at the reports and just understand them. You also need someone who can come up with the crazy ideas. And that guy probably can't even read the reports, let uh-huh. alone understand them. But the guy who can read the reports might not be able to come up with the marketing plan that turns this into anything. So it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's about kind of figure out what, what class someone is and, uh, what part of the monster fighting team they're on. <laughs> so I, I have a question. Great article. Highly recommended. So I have a question for all of you. Do you think that we're born with particular gifts or do you think they're acquired through our environmental experiences? Yes. Yes. And <laughs> Why do you need to know? <laughs> well, I have to figure out where I fall in this on this realm here. But um, no, I, I think that it's uh, I think it's interesting because um, going back to the idea that um, of loving ourselves. Okay, um, boy, that sure would be boring for the average world to have people run around and say I love myself because it wouldn't be any fun. It just seems like people get a little bored so they turn outside of themselves and then they start getting jealous or they um, start targeting people or whatever. And so I think about people that are very gifted. And I think about when we think of gifts, we wonder, well, what does that mean? Usually it's someone that has something that's a little bit different than, than the most people that most people cannot do. So is there, what are your thoughts? about, um, I don't know, I think about you, Dane, for a moment here with spiritual awakening. And I think about about you, Chris, with your speaker skills, okay? And, and some people can, and they're good speakers, and some people just aren't. Lisa, what was your background again? Give me a, just a briefer again on your background. I am a digital marketer. I am a published author. I'm no one special. I'm me. I'm unique and I'm awesome. (laughs) You just said the one word. I'm no one special. But that's not true because not everybody can be an author. Right. You're correct. Not everybody can be this and not everybody can be that. And I've tried to be many hats, believe me. Uh So I don't know. What are your thoughts on people that are trying to chase after Dreams, good idea, bad idea. What are your thoughts? And let me just say, only special people get on this show, so better be someone special. Am I special? Oh my god, Um, (laughs) I better tell my husband. Love so many parts of your question, and one of my favorite things to do and actually help other people figure things out is do a thought experiment. Like, and and I, people want everything went your way. Like, I would love for everything to go my way for 30 days straight, so I'd get bored with it and go, I want a little challenge in life. But most people would go, would you really get bored with it? I think you would. If there was everything you wanted would come to you immediately, there'd be no mm-hmm. challenge in that anymore. And you'd actually, I think, get a little bit bored with it. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're you're right in many areas that 
and, and people say, I don't want drama in my life. I go, did you ever go to a movie that was a blank screen and you just sat there for hours and hours? You love drama. People love mm -hmm. drama in their life. Did just mm -hmm. want a certain mm -hmm. kind of drama. I think it's what, what I call inside the fence versus outside the fence. I don't want drama inside the fence. So um, that's you know, not I, I don't want drama with, with my wife, with my mm -hmm. daughter. I don't want drama with the family. And another way to think of it is is if you think of yourself like a bulldozer, and the front you've got like the the big metal thing, and that's designed to hit things. Like yeah. that's where you want the drama. You don't <laughs> want the drama on the side where it's wide open and like you're looking this way and it hits you in the side or the back. Like mm -hmm. I want the drama being in figuring out how to make the connections in my my network and concierge business and in in meeting the exciting people and in having another interview. I don't want the drama in um, you know, my, uh, I don't know, my friend starts fighting with my other friend. I got to choose between mm -hmm. them. I don't mm -hmm. want that drama. That's I, I would say, Michael, I love your analogies inside and outside the fence. Uh, and if we would get, if we, if there was no drama inside the fence, we'd mm -hmm. be breaking through that fence to get to the drama because we crave drama inside and outside of the fence. Yep. Because mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship and there's no drama in the relationship, Oh, that is rather boring. But, but, but I, I think you can not have the drama in the relationship. And so if, if the relationship doesn't have the drama in it. It's dead. It's flatlined. Well, no, no. But, but, but you can together face the drama outside. It's a, that's true, too. It's a certain type of drama we would love to have in our relationships. Right. The, the passion, the, the romance, the deep connection fighting against the world. I mean, if we didn't have any drama inside the fence, you'd be flatlining and you'd be looking for another situation. We crave Dane, in and out the side of the fence. Dane, I need to know, when you have all of your clients there in front of you and you're going, hi-ya, or whatever you do with your martial <laughs> arts, what exactly are they trying to get out of their system? Can you tell me? That's a long answer, a long pause there, Dane. <laughs> well, the Daoijing says, to become clever, add a little bit each day. To become wise, subtract a bit each day. And the way that applies to physical practice is, as the Tao Te Ching also says, can you be as soft and supple as a newborn babe? The soft and yielding is the companion of life. The stiff and unyielding is the companion of death. So can you be as soft and supple as a newborn babe? We actually all have a perfect natural design, just like all animals do. If you see a cat, it's a perfect natural cat has a perfect natural cat shape it moves like a cat you see a dog it moves like a dog a bird it moves like a bird a fish 
perfect fish shape that moves like a fish. And we're the same. However, we also have another layer associated with the 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 primate brain and specifically the the hominid brain and the homo sapiens brain neocortex of conditioning of patterns of movement and ways of being ways we hold our body patterns of tension we hold in our body emotional armoring the way that we hold on to and and arrest the movement of emotions energy and motion through our body that we comes comes layered from the time we come out of the womb and even before we're layered through family school religion society media etc etc layer upon layer of conditioning so the aim of training in internal martial arts to circle around maybe to kind of what you're asking about is it's about releasing the unconscious conditioning the patterns of tension and allowing the natural way of being the natural way of holding and moving holding the body and moving and standing and breathing releasing the the condition patterns and allowing the natural way of being to arise great question dr kelly and dane i love uh, what you shared there for me you know i, I joined this their engineering program and my friend said it was a seven-day yoga program i said my body cannot take that <laughs> and then i then i went to the kind of the open house about it at my friend's house and there was this 26 year old woman with Sheila with incredible presence like I haven't seen before she was so present in that room and she shared that and then she shared said guru who's all over the YouTube now and his wisdom and he goes well you all want to be happy right and I was leaning in I want to be happy pretty much every decision you make is for happiness I think that's true of me you know I want to be happy create a happy life and then so and as you're getting older you're getting wiser I said I think I'm getting wiser as I'm getting older and then he asked, so what's the uh, uh, happiest age group in the population? And I go, oh, dang it, you got me. <laughs> it's kids. It's little kids before we mess with them too much. And it's like you said, uh, wisdom is really taking away these crappy programs we've been given by well-meaning individuals and also commercialize this I'm not enough that is pumping holes in people all day long taking that away and going back to that wisdom you had as a child to connect with other people deeply and feel love, feel passion, feel play, feel energy. And I go, okay, you got me. I'm in for your program. And it was a lot of, you know, taking those negative programs away in this inner engineering program. So you could really connect to something deeper, more expansive. Wow. Yeah. You know, that time sort of like, I think there's a trap at the end of this road. It definitely sounds like a road that leads to a trap. <laughs> and yeah. you are walking down it. <laughs> it's a trap of knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's knowledge. I say a lot of smart goals are actually smart goals that end up in dead ends. And you wonder, mm -hmm. why am I not happy from this smart goal that ended up in another dead end? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, mm -hmm. when I, whenever I do coaching, I always focus on, I ask the magic wand question, you know, if you had a magic wand and could, could get any outcome you want, what would it be? Um, mm. The first thing that's fascinating is I always have to ask it twice because the first time they focus on, you know, I, 
but I was working with someone who was a, a religious believer. And so I, I posed it in religious terms. I said, God comes down to you with a, a blank signed prayer request, you know, approved God signed. You can mm -hmm. write anything you want above that. What are you going to write? And, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and they said, well, you know, I, I want a job that pays at least $17 an hour. And I'd want this. And we're like, whoa, whoa back up. <laughs> Approved. Signed. God. God Almighty. Creator of the universe. Just gave you a blank signed prayer request. A wish. And you want a $17 an hour job? Mm -hmm. Oh. And, and like, like I had to stop them short and be like, no, wish. Wish. Magic wand. Yeah. But, but almost no one answered that question with like, oh, I'd want this, this, and this. Because if they do, they're usually heading towards it, um, and I think most people aren't getting what they what they want because they don't know what they want. They they haven't they don't believe they can get it. So you know what's I I actually had someone tell me my mother taught me it's too expensive to dream and not to do it, mm -hmm. and she actually the first person ever couldn't do the exercise. It's like I don't know what I want. I can't even visualize anything beyond the next step of getting a job or whatever. And I'm like, this is, yeah, we, you, you want to talk about uh, mental disability, you know, spiritual disability. Like mm -hmm. if you can't dream, that's the greatest disability I could possibly imagine short of actually being dead. Because um, mm -hmm. what can you achieve if you can't envision something greater? Michael, you're mm -hmm. tapping into the Spice Girl wisdom. Um, what do you want? <laughs> what do you really, really want? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so we are coming to the end of the hour, believe it or not. So, uh, uh, this seemed to work. Uh, yeah. So, I'm still kind of experimenting with the with the style of how we're doing it. Um, and th there were about eight minutes in. I'm like, was that a mistake there to front load all the introductions? I don't know. I'm gonna keep experimenting. This was this one. Um, hopefully, you liked it. If you don't, yeah, it's great. I'll give your money back. Um, so, okay. and for the audience, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll double your money back. In fact, if you're not satisfied with this, show. Uh, so so we're gonna do a quick uh, quick around the table, so you can do you know whatever your final comment is. If you have something that you're promoting, hopefully attached to the website that you gave me, um, and so feel free to to uh, pimp whatever you got, uh, and we'll go the other way around the circle. So Lisa, final comments, and where can people find you and what do you want them to do? Sure. Well, thank you again. This was a really great conversation. And I I feel the success of my digital marketing business does come from everything that Dane mentioned, that it was an internal game. And until I realized that and started the, journey, the downward journey, the inward journey, that's what made the shift for me. So um, I do have a free download on my website. You can grab that. It is a... Um, Powerful secrets to monetize and scale your business. So that's yours for free for joining me here today. And thanks again. Nice, nice being here. This was and say your website out loud because this will go in the audio feed of my podcast. You bet. My name with my middle initial R. So Lisa R. Carmichael.com. Lisa R. Carmichael.com. Awesome. Next up, Dane. Final parting words. I think they may be muted words. <laughs> if you'd like to connect with me, Facebook is a good way to do that. I'm pretty sure I'm the only Dane Dormio on the world. So if you meet another Dane Dormio, it's probably me. And 
if you go to my website, mindbodymastery.academy, there's a nice download there that teaches, gives away for free all of my secrets. And um, I think that's it. All right. Dr. Kelly. Okay, yes. If you are interested in the paranormal or extraterrestrial visitations, I would go to my first I'd go to my website www.paranormaluniversalpress.com and also join me. I don't know if we'll be in Las Vegas next year, but please come and see me. My workshop will be nominal at the UFO Mega Conference. And if you want to read a little bit about that, go to www.ufomegacon.com. And on there, you're going to see quite a biography of me under workshops. And you'll get to know all about what I'm exploring and what I'm currently after. So, And if you want to write me, write me at krschutz1 at yahoo.com. And thanks, Michael, for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. And Chris. It's an honor to play with all of you today. I love playing <laughs> yeah. with different people and different minds that pull me in different directions. And I get to swerve in the winter car a little bit to avoid that tree, get away from the tree. Uh, I One of the things I do is Speaker Skills Plus, which is a playful environment of inevitable success if you want to be better as a speaker. And if you are a business owner or entrepreneur, you are a professional speaker. You just might not be a very good one. Or if you're a really good one and you want to get even better and tell stories that captivate and connect with people, play with me. And I will give you a free uh, golden ticket. If you take it, just grab that golden ticket and you have a free chance. Thank you for taking that, Lisa. You have a free free inv invite to come play with me online on Zoom, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Drop into one of those. I'll share a link to that Zoom room and you come play and you'll see the games we play and you can play on your own. The other aspect that I plan is this. If you are a heart-centered, mission-driven, purpose-fueled leader, I'm happy to share 15 minutes of what I share in a recipe that will bring more engagement to your organization. We'll actually flip on his head the great resignation. Bring more engagement, innovation, collaboration, connection, boost your retention and your recruitment and we'll play you will have that recipe that you can cook with any way you want and so just reach out to me chris at chrisnielsen.com is a great way to connect with me chrisnielsen.com uh, ask either for the golden ticket or say hey, i would love that free uh 15 minute um consultation that you talked about michael thank you for having me here uh thank you all for the wonderful questions and play i got to have with you all today thank you all right. Thank you for being here. Uh, I was actually just looking at uh, what we have next week. Um, next week, we have another Chris who does improv. Chris right. True, who I think I introduced you to. But Chris if I didn't, love improv. I, yeah. If I didn't, I definitely should. Because um, I think you guys get along. Uh, so I got a couple things going on. First off, people should go to morningmotivation.fun, which is my daily motivational podcast. If you like a blast of two to three, four minutes of motivation, inspiration, first thing in the morning. You can get that right in your email box. If you go to guywhoknowsaguy.com, you can get my Power 5 Networking Tips, which is my entire book, distilled down into one page. People say, why should I buy the book? Because the book's got the funny parts. The free networking tips just has the, the useful parts. Um, and February 21st and 24th, I'm running a summit 
It's global. It's a summit. It's about networking. It's the Global Networking Summit at globalnetworkingsummit.com. So you can find that there. Uh, the main part of it, watching this, uh, the 30 amazing speakers, learning from them is free. But there's also a tremendous networking event that's going to be across the four days, 24-hour networking global event on the 24th and all that. And about $15,000 worth of prizes, not prizes, uh, $15 worth of gifts from our speakers is 97 bucks. So definitely worth checking that out as well. Uh, thank you again to all of our guests uh, for being on the show. This is always a fun show as I more and more I'm leading into saying the Power Lunch podcast is ruled by serendipity because um, I, I don't think I mentioned it earlier, but um, you know, when I put the show together, I take the first four people who applied for that date when the date is open and that's who we have. And I let the universe decide what great mix of people. And then the universe decided I'd done it wrong and sent Lisa, who was definitely booked for next week, as like, why don't I have the link? And I said, I don't know, send her the link. Turned out one of our people who was booked for this week didn't show up and Lisa did. So the universe decided she should be on this show and not next week's show. So there we go. I just, uh, uh, this is the universe's show. I just host it. So thank you for for being a part of it. Thank you to the guests. Thank you to the viewers. And thank you to the universe for making this awesome thing happen on my platform and making me look good. Uh, so we we'll be back here again Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and whatever other time it is where you are in the world. Just join the group and you'll uh, get notifications. So thank you all for being on the show. Thank you. Well done, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. What's Bye. your fun podcast again, Michael? That is morningmotivation.fun. I like that. So there's a dot fun out in the world now. There is a dot fun. I was looking for a good dot com. I was like, morning motivation podcast. No, dot fun. Holy moly. I've got a podcast where I put music under my voice and blast a lot of energy at people every day. That's a dot fun right there. You can actually make it dot anything you want. That's why I have mindbodymastery.academy. I've never seen a dot anything you want, but that would be a good one. You can, yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> So, so somebody should get anything you want. The top. You should get Chris Dot Nielsen if you wanted. Yeah. Yes. Oh. oh, you can do that. Yeah. 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 You can make any top level domain, but I think if it's not out there already, it costs like two hundred thousand dollars. Well, I mean, no. If it's if it's new, if somebody doesn't already own it, if somebody already owns Chris Dot Nielsen, then but if oh, yeah, not, then yeah. you can get it. Yep. All right. Well, and now we're past the top of the hour, so I'll let you all go and. Thank you, all you watchers and viewers. Join us next week. This has been the Power Lunch Live podcast hosted by me, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. To watch live, join the Morning Motivation podcast Facebook group and tune in Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Think you'd be a good addition to the Power Lunch group? Apply at guywhonowsaguy.com slash powerlunch. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect jv-connect.com
jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.